to those who are coming on and welcome to our next session of TLC. Um, we are learning about, uh, this is the class of first survey of the New Testament, uh, uh, survey of New Testament history, the book of Acts. And so we are going to be embarking on a journey of going through the book of Acts. We're doing a survey view. And so we're not doing a deep dive within um, each chapter and each verse, but we are going to do what we call a 30,000 view from the air of looking at the book of Acts, looking at the historical audience, looking at the human author and looking at the original readers of the book of Acts so we can get a clear um, understanding and, and understanding the attention uh, of, the, of the writer for the book of Acts. And so um, this approach to the book of Acts is, is very different from uh, what we probably know um, about the book of Acts, looking at various uh, topics and themes, prominent themes that many Christians, many uh, people look at as far as speaking in tongues and the beginning of the church and, and things, things of that sort. We're not going to, um, our sole focus is not to look at just those in particular, um, but we are going to understand why Luke even wrote the book of Acts um, in his two volume book. And we're going to look at the purpose of what Luke was trying to portray um, during this time here. So uh, let me go over some, some housekeeping and, and, and announcements and things of that sort before I hop into the lesson. Um, the books are in today. Um, I, got, I received the books and so um, for those who I'm sending books to, if you filled out the registration and you check that you need the books mailed out, they will be mailed out um, today um, to you all. So you'll receive them sometime um, this week uh, for those who are receiving books by mail. Um, if you um, check that you're going to pick up the books today, you can definitely see me at church and receive your copy, but you must be registered to receive a copy of the book because I went off of how many registrants we have for this class, okay? Um, so definitely make sure you are registered, okay? Because I only have a limited number of books because of the price of the books I had to order just 20, my first batch is 20. And so um, I think I probably have a, a full, like a few more left. And so you wanna make sure that you are uh, registered uh, to receive um, a book. Um, also for this class here, let me share my screen. Um, Okay, give me one sec, y'all. Uh, hold on here. Let's see. Okay. Sorry, I just got a, a new computer, so my my settings aren't complete yet. Would not be able to record the contents of your screen until it's clear. Oh goodness. Okay. I didn't know that. So we'll see how this, let me see if I can share my screen here. 
because it's not letting, might not let me. Okay, good. All right. Um, ooh, I don't even see what is it. I can't see what that is on. Oh, okay. Give me one second. Sorry, guys. So I don't see that. No, I can't find that notification. It's not. Okay. All right. Let's try this one more time here. Okay. There we go. So for, for this class here on the Institute site, um, if you're familiar um, with um, this site here, you can definitely find the class um, on the site, um, the required textbook and the sessions. So after each session, the video will be posted on the website. Um, so for this class here, it's going, the video is going to be posted here. It's going to be up here. And then you can download uh, the course content here. It will take you to this Google Drive and you're able to download the PowerPoint, the, the charts that I may use and other documents as well. This link is also available um, in the, in the uh, family page, the post that I posted yesterday. You'll see the link to the Axe, um, the Axe page and also a link to the documents as well. Okay. It's um, in the family, in the family page. Okay. So um, definitely you want to um, uh, view the documents and um, have the PowerPoint at hand when you're starting this class. So we're on another level of, of learning now. So we went through the foundational um, classes, which is the old survey of the Old Testament, New Testament, introduction to the Bible and Bible study methods. So now we're moving to the second level of looking at um, the Bible and looking at it. Um, so we've, we've looked at it uh, through already through looking at the Old Testament and New Testament, survey of the Old Testament, New Testament. So now we're breaking it down even further and we're looking, um, we're looking at it in, in chunks or in groups. So we've already looked at the, the survey of the gospels. Um, and so now we are going to um, hop into survey of the book of Acts. And so, um, so now um, it's, going to, it's going to get a little harder. It's going to be challenging. But if you all take good notes, copious notes, if you, um, if you uh, uh, become organized um, in your note taking and, uh, and be, uh, taking track of the documents, you will do fine. And also do the reading, <laughs> the assigned reading, you will do fine. Okay, so I wanted to definitely reiterate where the documents are located where the, the lessons will be after class. Um, and so you really want to, if you really want to be a strong student of the, of the Bible, you uh, should become organized in your notes, ask questions, do the required reading. Um, and it, it doesn't take long to do the reading. Um, you know, maybe if you spend an hour on it, you, you'll be able to do the required reading. So as you come to class, 
come ready to take notes. I know you all, some of you all are getting ready. So you're just kind of listening mode and that's cool, but make sure you get a chance to go back to the class, be able to sit down and write notes uh, for, uh, for, for yourself and for your spiritual growth. Okay. So I um, just wanted to just kind of reiterate uh, where the notes and, and things are at. Um, um, any questions about that? Any any questions about where to find things or um, about downloading and all that stuff? So um, you should be able to download with no problem. Um, you can save them to your computer, save them to your phone, how, however you want to. But all the documents for each class is available on the Institute website, okay? All right. All right, cool. I just want to make sure that we all... Uh, know where to find things. Um, let's see here. Let's go back. Let's go here. Yeah. On the um, on the um, the assignments and all that stuff that you are that you have, they're already there now. Can we download everything pre? Like, is everything pre-done already? And we can just download everything and go with the class. Or will you be doing it, like putting your stuff out there after class? I, um, I, I'm trying to have all the, the documents available before class. Um, yeah, but it's going to be by week, week by week. So right now, session two and three are not posted yet. They're not ready yet um, because I, I don't know the flow of the class yet. And so since I'm just the first time of me teaching it, I'm not sure if I'm even going to stick with this, these titles here, as it, it really depends on the flow of the class. But uh, before each session, so uh, they should be done before class. So you're able to download, download everything before class for that particular session. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and so uh, this is definitely a way to keep me accountable and keep me updated on keeping the site updated and making sure that you all have everything that you need in order to succeed and become a great student of the, of the word. So, okay, so let me um, jump back here. Um, and so, like I said, we've done the foundational classes. So you can say that you've, you've gone through the entire Bible uh, by taking the Old Testament survey and the New Testament survey, okay? And so then uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to take introduction to the Bible, I challenge you to do so. I had a few people reach out to me and and because the class is over, but I had a few people reach out saying, you know, after taking the Old Testament class, I think I need to take introduction to the Bible. And that's fine. All the, all the videos, all the documents are available on the website. So now you can watch it at your own pace. And if you have any questions, you could definitely shoot me a message. This week, I've been terrible at answering messages because of life situations, but I'm catching up to them. So uh, if you send me messages and I haven't answered this week, I apologize. Uh, but uh, going, going into the new week, uh, definitely should be answering uh, text messages and, and emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I owe a lot of people message. I mean, my phone was blown up and I just had life just hit me kind of kind of hard. So I just kind of needed to focus on that. Uh, 
So uh, apologies. But um, if you have any questions concerning um, the lessons that you watch online, definitely shoot me a message either on Messenger. Uh, if you have my number, text, yeah, you, can, you can send an email to the Institute email. I check that often. So uh, definitely do that. Okay. And so now we're over here. If you can see my mount, my cursor, uh, we did the survey of the Gospels, and now we're looking at the history of Acts. So, um, so this should be very exciting. Um, we're getting deeper and deeper into, into understanding what the scriptures are, are saying and what they're talking about. Okay. Um, so if you, if you look at your, before I get here, let me go to um, the document that is in the, um, the document that's in the, in the Dropbox, okay? So um, the, the, course, the course overview, so each week is a different topic, a different chapter. So we're going to see um, if we can keep, I already know that we're gonna kind of go off this, this trail a little bit here, especially this week since the books have just now um, came in. So we're gonna do kind of a two weeks on the introduction, um, but then hopefully we should be able to go chapter by chapter. And so that's why I said it's important for you all to do the reading because um, we're gonna kind of hit some things in a chapter, but we might not cover everything in the chapter. And so it's, it's important for you all to make sure that you all are doing the reading and the things that we haven't covered. If you have questions about it, definitely bring it up, write, that, write out the question, bring it up for the next class, okay? Um, and so um, in this book here, is, is we're doing a, a totally different approach to the book of Acts. As you see, we are going to look at it from uh, the Jewish perspective, understanding it, um, uh, the, the book of Acts from the Jewish church. Um, and then we're going to look at it as it integrates, as it opens up to the Gentile church, okay? So there are two audiences that we're going to deal with uh, when it comes to um, the book of Acts, we're going to uh, look at the, the, Jew, the Jews, and then we're going to look at the church, okay? So what makes up the church is the Jewish church and the Gentile church. So we're going to, to, to look at how they integrate to one, okay? Because we have to understand the first 15 years of the church, it was just strictly for the Jews only. And if you if you were a Gentile and wanted to be a part of the church, you have to convert, uh, you have to uh, be proselytized or you have to convert to Judaism because that was their belief on how to convert over to the church to become disciples of Christ. You had to become uh, uh, a, a be part of Judaism. And they got that from their scriptures in the book of Exodus. Um, God gave them instructions on those who are outside of the, um, of the Hebrew race, those who wanted to be a part of um, Judaism, they had to um, be proselytized or be circumcised. That was the way that they brought in outsiders. And so they just took what they, what they knew from their Old Testament scriptures and brought it over to the church. And, um, but of course we will find out um, as we do our study that that was not God's plan 
for um, for the Gentiles to be to convert over to Judaism, then to convert over to the church. That was not God's plan, as we um, will uh, talk about when we hit Acts Acts 11 and um, looking at the um, I'm sorry, Acts 15, we'll be looking at the council and looking at um, the visions, also the visions that Peter and Paul had when it came to the integration of the Gentile nation, okay? So um, the, so this week we're doing, go ahead, Tracy. Um, I'm thinking about the people that we in the past have referred to as lovers of God. Were mm -hmm. they circumcised as well? I thought they just came in sort of and, you know, became identified as lovers of God without being circumcised. Am I wrong about that? No, you're on the right track. When it comes to um, the Gentiles um, coming into the church, there were um, three groups of Gentiles. Um, you had those who were proselytes. Um, um, so those who were circumcised. Then the second group is, um, um, they call them who feared God. So those God lovers who feared God, that means that they studied Judaism, um, but they did not um, become circumcised. OK, so they were part of the 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 uh, the, the studies and and part of the what is it called? Um, their it's not coming to me, their temple, part of that, all that. But they did not. Um, but, but they did not uh, go all the way to, to become circumcised. And then the third group of Gentiles are pagans, okay? So they're, they're come, they're, that's the third group of Gentiles there. So the group that, that Luke is writing to, he is writing to um, Greek uh, God-fearers, okay? And so many of them were not uh, circumcised um, but they followed, they followed the law, they studied the law, but they did not um, become proselytized. So yeah, you're on the right track there with that. Um, so yeah, so that's, yep. So that's something that we're going to definitely emphasize because it is um, definitely, you can see it in scripture because you'll see it. You'll see, um, it says Cornelius who feared God. That is a type of Gentile. So God fearers is a type of Gentile. So they study the law. They were part of, of, of what they did, but they did not uh, become circumcised. Okay. And proselytize or proselytes, you'll see that those who um, were Gentiles, but um, decided to, uh, to uh, become circumcised. Okay. So we're going to definitely hit that um, a little bit more. Okay. Um, so in your book, um, so at the end of the day, you could do everything that you need to do, but you still ain't about to be considered a Jew. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So they <laughs> okay. They will accept you. You could come and sit in their synagogues. That's where I was thinking about. Uh, in their synagogues and listen to the teachings. But when it comes to the sacrifices and offerings and all this, no. Since you're not, uh, since you're not uh, circumcised, you can't participate in that. Okay. Um, so, um, in, in the book, we're going to talk about living between the times. Um, so we're going to look at the transition from, uh, the old covenant to the new covenant and what, what does that look like for, for Israel? Um, we're going to look at the hope of Israel, the resurrection and the arrival of the last days. And so 
when we're looking at um, Israel, they thought that they were in the last days. They, so they thought, let me go to my uh, PowerPoint. They thought that they were in the end times here, tribulation kingdom. They thought they were right there, but they were over here, right here in second temple Jewish, uh, second temple era. So they were right here. And so they um, had a different expectation of the Messiah versus what we think of the Messiah, okay? And so they thought that God was going to save them through a Messiah, through a, a savior, uh, and to bring them back to their, their homeland that they will have rule, reign, dominion in their homeland of, of, uh, of Judea, um, in, in, in that area there. And so, um, so they had a different expectation of the Messiah. And so we're going to look at that. We're going to look at Israel and Gentiles, the kingdom and God's promises of restoration. So we're going to look at that in about two, three parts. And then we're going to look at the promise of the father, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and then we're going to talk about the end of an era, the temple system and its leaders. So um, understanding what the temple system um, is and why it's important to understand that it comes to an end. Um, it, it, it's, it's very important because once the temple was destroyed in 70 AD, that was the end of Judaism. Okay. And so that is important to understand in that now the, the institution that exists now is the church, okay? So therefore, God gave them a, a period of transition. So if Jesus died uh, in 30, 30 AD and the, the temple was destroyed in 70, that 40-year period, Jesus, I mean, God gave them a 40-year transitional period to come out of the law and the, uh, the sacrifice system, the priesthood and all that stuff to come to finally closing that door and now entering into the church. Like they, they were in the church, but now it's like, okay, no more um, sacrificing, no more priesthood and all that stuff because many of them were a part of the church, but yet still going to sacrifice, still going to clean cleansings and things of that sort. So God had to shut the door for that, okay? And then, um, and then the last one is end of the era. The law is no longer the direct authority for God's people. Okay. So any questions about what we're going to be looking at throughout this class? Oh yes, we're getting, we're getting deeper here. Let me see here. I just see here. There we go. So let me go. Okay, so the course overview. So this purpose of the survey, the New Testament history, the book of Acts is to help serious Bible students see Luke's framework of God's kingdom and the post ascension reign of Jesus Christ more clearly. Also, this this class is to give is, uh, is given to help students with a literary approach uh, to the book of Acts. Okay. So when it comes to the book of Acts, we are, when it comes to the literary approach, we are going to look at the book of Acts from the human, human author's perspective, from the, uh, historical audience perspective, 
and the original readers. We are going to do very little contextualization, meaning uh, what it means for us today. We're going to do very little of that because we're looking um, at uh, what it, we're looking at Jewish history. We're looking at the Jewish um, per, uh, perception of it. We're looking at Luke's viewpoint, why he wrote this, uh, the book of Acts, okay? Um, and so at times during our chat, we may connect with us and wh where we are, but, um, but the majority of this class is going to be the connection of the Jewish history uh, from the old covenant to the new covenant, okay? And so, um, and so Luke, as we know, is, uh, has written two books. He, he wrote the gospel of Luke and he wrote the book of Acts. And so uh, when it comes to the book of, the book of Luke, um, he, it presents the reign of Jesus Christ um, throughout his earthly ministry, okay? Um, how Jesus brought the kingdom uh, to earth. And so that is that is the gospel of, of Luke. He, he talks about that. And when it comes to the book of Acts and the book of Acts presents a reign of Jesus Christ as he reigns from heaven. OK, so this helps us to understand the reign and the rule of Jesus Christ as he sits on the right hand of the father. OK, so um, so Jesus, he. He is still ruling from where from where he is. Okay, many of us, a lot of a lot of people, they treat as they 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 run the church as as Jesus is not the head. So they run it the way they think the church should be ran, rather than uh, running the church the way that God, the way that Jesus wants the church to be ran. He is still in control. He is still ruling, and he is still reigning. Uh, on the throne, and he is still the head of the church. And so uh, many, many people think that they're, especially pastors, they think that they run the church, and this is my church, and this is, this belongs to me, yeah, 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 but they did not do the work to say that this is my church. Jesus was the one who died. Jesus was the one who was buried, and he was the one that resurrected, and he was the one that started the church. He established the ecclesia. Okay. So he has every right to tell us how the church should look like and what it should be about. Okay. And so um, that's one thing that we we're going to look at. We're going to look at it from that perspective. Okay. Um, let me see here. And so let's see here, of course, overview. Okay, so as a result of, of laboring in this class, we're going to learn more about the historical background and context of the early earliest church era known as the apostolic period. So if you were in introduction to the Bible, you are familiar with this chart here. Um, you're familiar with the seven periods of church history. Um, this chart is in, your, in the Dropbox as well, if you wanted to get a zoom in and look in it. But the first period of church history is called the apostolic period here. And so we are going to look at it, look at the apostolic um, period uh, more closely and to understand what was going on um, during, during that time here, okay? Uh, let's see here. Let me go back. Okay. Um, and so point number two is to learn more about the literary purpose and the structure of the book of Acts. Um, that's why I talked about the human author, the original readers and historical audience. 
Um, and then we're going to look at their purpose, of course. And then we're going to, number three is learn more about how to use um, hermeneutic tools uh, for the study of the book of Acts. Okay. So we're going to, un we're going to look at the genre. So the, the book of Acts is a history book. And so history does not instruct us, but it, it informs us, um, or it gives us a record of events. And so we must treat acts as, as such. Okay. And so we're going to look at uh, some more hermeneutical tools as far as like the background and the time, the timeline of, of the book of Acts. Okay. So uh, when it comes to, I'm going to show you this chart here, the timeline of the book of Acts is going, we're going to kind of look at it in three chunks. And so you got the red, the blue, and the green. So the red part is uh, when um, Peter is very prominent as far as the leader um, of the church. And so he begins to um, evangelize along with others as, as well, evangelize to other Jews um, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because remember when the church started, that means that they there weren't, there weren't any, all the Jews were not just migrated over. They had, they had to be now preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, the, the death, the resurrection, and the second coming of, of Jesus Christ. They had to be preached that. Um, and so uh, Peter's focus was on, save, on um, saving the Jews, okay? Preaching to the Jews, okay? Whereas when we get to the blue, Paul's focus is uh, preaching to the Jews and the Gentiles. So the difference is that when, when Peter was rejected by Jews about the gospel, um, he went to go find more Jews to preach to. Whereas with Paul, when he was rejected by the Jews, he went to Gentiles to preach to them as well. And so that's the difference between Peter's and Paul and Paul ministry. Not to say that Paul was the first to preach to Gentiles. He was not, but he was the prominent leader or the prominent character in this particular period here uh, between 45 to, to, 60, um, to 60 AD. He was very um, prominent uh, when it comes to preaching to the Gentiles. And so Paul, Peter was very prominent um, between the periods of 30 to 45 AD uh, preaching to the Jews, okay? And then when it comes to the green, this is the, the prominent person here is the apostle John, okay? So after 70 AD, that means that the church was no longer, um, it, of course it was never ethnically driven, but now it is, it is, it is a done deal that is not ethnically driven um, as far as um, looking at it from a Jewish perspective. Um, it is no longer um, a focus on the Jews, but now it's, 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 it becomes one, one body. It is no longer Jew nor Gentile. It is focused on the church. Okay. And the, um, and so, the, like I said, the, the fall of the temple really brought the ethnic focus um, to, to the end. So when there's no more temple system, there is no more priesthood, and there are no more sacrifices, okay? So, um, so this is kind of what we're, this is kind of a, 
kind of a zoomed in picture of what we're going to be looking at when it comes to the book of Acts. Questions so far? Okay, I want to make sure that you guys are kind of with me here. So, um, so let's jump to here. Let's go jump to the the introduction here. Um, so, in this class, hey, today, uh, yep, I know for a lot of us, um, like in your intro right now, uh, in your teaching over the last few years you've attacked a lot of this as like side note stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why some of us are just quiet. Like, oh, okay, we heard this kind of like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you would be like, oh, and by the way, a side note, and then you go down these roads. And so now when we hear them, we're, we're aren't, I know for me, it's like, I'm not as alarmed, you know, or like, huh? You know right. what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, okay. It's like, okay, I'm starting to understand this. Right. Yeah. Our roads are now becoming the main roads. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So this is our main road here. So I pray that uh, what I've been talking about the last, uh, oh, oh, wow, it's half hour just passed. Uh, so that last half hour, uh, it's kind of familiar. Like you've heard these things before. And so now we're definitely going to be hitting them even more going deeper into them so, so that you have a, a stronger understanding of what's been talked about these last, I guess, few years since we kind of introduced this, this uh, way of teaching, okay? So for today, we are going to identify the major themes in the book of Acts. We're going to learn more about the textbook author's focus and aim. We're going to be able to discuss with clarity the literary purposes of the book of Acts and also to understand more about the biblical um, and uh, Israel's historical context for the book of Acts, okay? Um, and so, uh, let's see here. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to, okay. Yeah, with point, point, number, uh, point number two, um, we're going to definitely, so I'm not going to, I'm going to get into the books, but I'm just going to go into the introduction, maybe the first one or two pages of the book. And of course, once you get the book, I want you to, to read the entire introduction um, because we're going to definitely hit on that um, next, uh, next week or so um, about the, uh, the introduction. Give me one second here. Okay. All right. Um, so let's see here. Let's go to... I already talked about that. Let's go to here, point one here. So um, the book of Acts. So um, it seems, I'm, I'm quoting from the, from the book, it says it seems that Acts is used more for answers to debates that were not necessarily prominent in Luke's aim uh, than listened to for Luke's own emphasis. Um, and so that's one, one thing when we hear um, about the, the book of Acts, it is, it is used a lot to settle um, a lot of doctrinal debates or um, a, a lot of uh, denominations use um, the book of Acts to, for their foundation of belief. Um, but many of us do not understand 
what Luke was talking about uh, when he wrote <laughs> the book of Acts. And so, so we bring our own biases, we bring our own um, viewpoint and never, and never really get to the, and never ask the question of what was Luke really trying to say when he wrote the, the book of Acts, okay? Um, and what, what, was, what was he trying to communicate to um, his original readers and what was really going on with the historical audience? Um, and so it's important uh, to look at the background, uh, the political, the social, uh, the, the, the uh, various things that were going on in the background um, that it really influenced this, 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 this writing of the book of Acts. Those are some um, tools that we must uh, consent, consider and to con continue to look at. Does someone have a question? I thought I heard somebody. Okay. All right, just making sure. Um, and so, um, and so that's, that's one thing that we really want to, to keep in mind is to look at what scriptures really uh, mean in their intention. And once we, once we do that, that allows us to get to the mind of Christ, to understand what God was really trying to do during this, this period of time and what he's trying to, uh, to tell us, the divine author trying to tell us today, okay? Um, and so uh, going back to the slide, it says, we, however, are committed to strengthening the people of God in the area of literary approach to the Bible. So in doing so, we will work hard to understand what was important to Luke and the original readers of, his sec of the second of his two volume letter, okay? Um, I do not believe it is wrong to look at um, the book of Acts in order to support a right understanding of some things found within mm -hmm. itself. I simply believe a careful literary approach will more accurately inform how Bible students ought to handle those themes. So for instance, let's take the very popular charismatic theme or doctrine of speaking in tongues as a sign to receive of uh, receiving the spirit. Many of the doctrines that have swerved around the particular passage where this phenomenon is mentioned in Acts uh, would have no doubt taken a different turn if Luke's emphasis was taken into more consideration. Nevertheless, many authors have written commentary to the book of Acts in order to advance a particular agenda. Some of those agendas um, have been to focus on certain themes. The real truth is that the author of our text has an agenda too, um, of, the, of this textbook, um, is not, is, uh, has an agenda too. At least it's not a hidden agenda since he has chosen to put his agenda right out front as a subtopic of this book, the acts of the risen Lord. Okay. And so I'm going to hop to the book real quick and we're going to kind of look at the intro um, to this book. So I hope you guys can uh, here. I hope you guys can, can see uh, this, this book here. Okay. Um, and so it says, um, what major themes, issues, and debates come to mind when someone mentions the book of Acts to you? The answer to this question in everyday conversation about Acts inevitably includes a cluster of issues related to anything from the charismatic movement. Speaking in tongues is a sign of, uh, of receiving the spirit. Baptism of the Holy Spirit as a second blessing. 
church government and practices, congregational versus Presbyterian church government, the responsibility of deacons, infant household baptism versus baptism of believers, baptism as a condition of salvation, two missionary methods, whether or not we should follow the same strategies. It seems that at the popular level, at least, acts is still used for more answers to debates that were not necessarily prominent in Luke's aim uh, then listen to for Luke's own emphasis, okay? And then the author goes into the next paragraph. He said, my aim in this work is not to address all these debates, but rather to offer a framework for interpreting the book of Acts uh, so that the major themes highlighted by Luke may be identified and related to the book of Acts as a whole, okay? So I'm gonna jump to here. It says, this book, uh, will especially highlight um, Acts as an account of the continuing story of God's saving purposes. Okay, so the first um, the first intention of the author is for us to understand that the, the book of Acts is a continuing story of God's saving purpose. It's not the beginning of something. Um, how we kind of uh, kind of throw throw out Judaism and throw out the Jews, and now it's about the church. No, it it's it's the continuing story. So we're going to see how that all integrates. Okay, and so um, we're going to kind of focus on that. And so the book he goes further and he says Luke intends his work to be read in the light of Old Testament promises and the continuing reign of Christ. Acts is best understood, therefore, in this biblical theological framework that highlights the move from the Old Testament to what the kingdom of God uh, looks like now that Christ has come, died, risen, and ascended to the right hand of the Father, okay? So right there, it is so important for us to, to understand that view, okay? Um, and I'm going to finish the, the, the rest of the highlight. It says that it is in this light, the continuing reign of Christ in the inaugurated kingdom of God that Luke's own emphasis on, on themes such as the saving purpose of God, suffering, opposition as the gospel spread and local churches are established, the resurrection of Christ, Israel and the Gentiles, the Holy Spirit, the temple, the law, and apostolic authority are best understood and integrated, okay? Um, it says, although various studies have drawn attention to these themes, my aim is to, is to highlight the inaugurated kingdom of God as the, or, as the organizing framework for integrating Luke's overall emphasis in Acts. So we're going to look at the kingdom of God. That is going to be our main focus as well. Okay, um, so that's what we're going to be looking at here. So let me hop back to the, the PowerPoint real quick. Um, let me see here. So the author comes right out. And he tells his readers that he plans to approach Acts uh, as an account of the continuous story of God's uh, saving purposes. Uh, let me see here. I'm down on my notes. I'm trying to figure out, make sure I'm saying everything in my notes. Um, 
the real question is this, is there literary evidence, especially internal, that Luke wrote his two volume letter with this purpose in mind? Um, and so that's something that we're going to definitely address. Um, his purpose um, is, uh, is to show that Acts is a continuation of God's plan of salvation. So Luke was inspired to write this historical record of the happenings in the first century um, as a continuing as a continuation of God's plan of salvation. Okay. Um, let's see here. And then uh, going back to the book, it says that Luke, he's looking at it. He's, he's connecting the old Testament the old, or the old covenant promises of the continuing reign of Christ. Okay. So we definitely gonna have to, we're, we're definitely connecting that. Okay. Um, let's see here. Acts is best understood. Therefore in this biblical theological framework that highlights the move from the old Testament to what the kingdom of God looks like now that Christ have come, died, risen, and sent to the right hand of the father. So we've kind of read that in the book there. Um, and so that, that, that is what we're going to, to be definitely focusing on. Okay. So another uh, thing that I don't have written down in the slides, but another thing we're going to look at in, uh, in a human perspective. So the passing of a focus. And so in the old Testament, the, the main character focus um, when it comes to the law, um, you see them uh, put Moses up on a pedestal. And so now we're going to see the transitioning from the focus being of Moses to Jesus Christ. In Matthew 28 and 18, Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. So now the authority was with Moses, him, him being the, the, the main character of the old covenant. Now Jesus Christ is the main character of the new covenant. And so we're going to see the authority switch hands. So this is, this is, this is a lot for the Jews because thousands of years, Moses was the authoritative figure. This is who God used to com communicate the law and things of that sort. But now the baton or the authority is being switched over to Jesus Christ. And so this right here is a lot of implications. And this is something that we're going to look at in more, in more detail here. Okay. So, um, so yeah, any questions? That's all I really wanted to cover today. Just kind of give you guys an introduction of what this class is going to look like. As you see, we're going to go deeper. We're going to understand the historical background and, co and connect the old covenant with the new covenant and see how that, how, that, uh, how that happens through the transitional period. So any comments or questions so far, what we've covered? You know, when I, I wonder, um, and I'm sure we'll cover this um, at some point, when they, the new church started really using the word new covenant, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because Jesus introduced that language at the last supper, right? You know, this is my body broken for you, the new covenant. Was that the first time it was spoken out loud? The you word new covenant? That part I'm, I'm not sure of. Um, I look and see, but we see Jesus uh, speaking in the Gospels. He's always talking about what is to come, 
Yeah. Um, they use terms like that, what is to come. But yeah, as far as like new covenant, um, we see, of course, we see in the book of Jeremiah, in the book of Ezekiel uses the, the, the terms covenant, new covenant. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so we, we definitely see it in the Old Testament. So they knew something new was coming. But um, of course, they had a different expectation of what that new looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, we see it in, in, the, in the Old Testament mentioned in Jeremiah and Ezekiel. And then Jesus uses the terms what is to come. But then at that point, you see him use the term new covenant. So, yeah. So it's just little little phrases that mm-hmm. kind of um, hints of, of the new covenant. So, yeah. That, cool. That's a good question. Thank you. Um, any, anybody else have any comments or questions? All right. Cool beans. I hope today was not uh, too overwhelming. I hope that you all were able to kind of follow. I'm trying to do it. I'm going to do attendance real quick, but um, if you uh, definitely need to go back, um, you can definitely do so um, at any time um, at the end of uh, probably this evening, um, this class will be available uh, for you to view. Of course, the notes are available now. Um, that you can that you can view. Uh, let me see here. Make sure going by by memory here. Let me see here. Let's see. Uh, okay. I think I got everyone who um, who popped in here today. Let me make sure. Yep, I think I did. So definitely, if you all hadn't got a chance to get a book, well, of course you haven't. <laughs> I have the book. So definitely see me uh, uh, today. Make sure you are registered to get a book. And for those who um, who have not, uh, I mean, for those who need books sent to you, I'm going to send them out today. So um, if there aren't any other questions, uh, we got out early today. That's probably the only day we will. Uh <laughs> Uh, if there aren't any questions, um, I will go ahead and, and pray out, okay? Uh, Father God, we thank you for this day, and thank you, O oh God, for just allowing us to come together and to learn your word, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that what you have established um, here on earth, God, and we can um, look and see your continuing reign. Even today, you still rule and you still reign um, as, as before, God, and so, God, we thank you. Uh, for still sitting on your throne and still directing us um, to uh, be a part of the process of, of, of the building process of the body of Christ, Father. So we thank you, O oh God, um, for it. And we thank you, O oh God, for your kingdom, God, um, that you uh, allowed us to be a part of your kingdom, that we can live a life of, 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 of living in the kingdom here on earth, and thank you, oh God, for what is to come, the kingdom of, of, of heaven, uh, when, it, when it comes to earth in the second coming, Father. So God, we thank you for it, and we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. And I pray, oh God, that those who are on this journey, that they will not become weary in their well-doing, Father, that they will be encouraged to continue to study and to strive um, and to understand your word, Father. And we thankful for the Holy Spirit 
that gives us illumination, God. Um, allow us to understand the, the, the deep things of God. And so, God, we thank you and we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. You all have a great day and I'll see you all later.